Hello and welcome back to the latest edition of the Golf Shake podcast. My name is Ryan Rastall, PGA professional at Howley Hall Golf Club in Leeds. And I can't believe it, but we're on season two and episode three of the podcast. So if you haven't caught up with our previous two, you can listen back to those um, from anywhere you get your podcast from. Joining me this week, as usual, is Mr. Matt Holbrook. Matt, how are you? Oh, I'm very good, thanks. Are we at a stage where we're co-hosts or am I still kind of a guest? I don't know. Guest you, host. You can be whatever you like. Okay, I'll run with that. Mind. I'll come back to you on that one then. Cool, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one for titles. I'm, I'm, yeah, I am what I am. But but yeah, we're, uh, we've got lots to talk about this week, Matt. As, as usual, absolutely packed full of content in this show. Um, it's been a busy week on major tours around the world we've got new equipment to talk about we've got some travel bits we've got stuff about the pga pga show in orlando and we're also going to fill people in as to what the heck me and you have been doing in the last week as well so yeah we've got loads to get through but we'll start as always with a quick roundup of what's happened over this last week in the world of golf so matt where do you want to start pga dp world lpga where do you want to go um, so whilst I watched a fair bit of the um, the LPGA Champions uh, event, uh, I think it's it would be remiss of us not to start with uh, a certain Spaniard that just cannot stop winning at the moment on the PGA yeah, Tour. He's pretty good, isn't he, John? I mean, it's incredible, mate. That's like he, so obviously for those that don't know, he um, he he's won back to back events that he's featured in. Yeah. Um, I've done some sums, Ryan, no, on... No, no, no. So basically he shot... What did he shoot? He was 27 it's under par maths, again. Maths with an F. Yes, that's correct. It's, it is with an F where I come from. Okay. Um, so look, so his, his last two events that he's played in, he shot 27 under par, both events. Um, <clears throat> he's won $4.1 million in two events. Nice. Do you know roughly... How much that works out to per shot? Uh, no, but I bet right. it's ridiculous. $7,795 per shot. I mean, that's live sort of money, isn't it? That's incredible, isn't it? That is insane. <laughs> yeah. um, and let's be honest, from what I saw of it last night, Sunday night, um, he wasn't putting that great. He, he was pushed all the way as well. Do you know what I mean? He, he was. Like ran off and won these events. You know, he's, he's had pressure on him. And obviously a couple of weeks ago, came from not nowhere, but no one really thought he was going to win it. And to, you know, to, to shoot, what was it, 11 under for his last 17 holes. Um, yeah. It was ridiculous. And then, yeah, this week was a bit more kind of, you know, he was up and around the lead all the way through, wasn't he? And I think yeah. everyone kind of expected him to finish it off on Sunday, but still to go out and do that is, is pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he shot, uh, 64, 64 Thursday, Friday. So, you know, yeah. you're putting, you're putting yourself in a good position. That said, even at that point, he wasn't, he wasn't winning the tournament. Davis Thompson, um, who I'll be honest, I don't know too much about. I've seen a lot on no, social me either. media. No, I don't, in fact, I don't know anything about him, but he's no. obviously a hell of a golfer. Yeah. I've seen a lot on social media about his putt that he hit on the 17th. Um, which was a long range putt, and it it was travelling, but it hit the flag. It left yeah, the flag. Yeah, I in. saw that. Yeah, um, it hit the flag. I've watched it a few times. I'm not entirely convinced it would have gone in if he had taken the flag yeah, out. To be honest, at that out, pace, yeah. um, I think you're looking at an extreme power lip out. Personally, yeah. 
Um, but it was another low-scoring event. You've got Xander Schoenflay making an albatross uh, on a par five. Yeah, what a shot that was. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, you know, so he shot 10 under in the last round, as did Eric Van Royen, um, was yep. 10 under. So, yeah, four four under for, for John Rahm in the last round eventually was enough to get it done, but it could have been a lot. Uh, yeah, lot I mean, he's, he's right up there now, number two in the world, and could have gone number one as well. But, you know, he's very, very close. And, you know, who's who's to say he won't go out this week and, and win again? We'll come on to that in, in a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, that... As obviously an unbelievable win for him and three in a row for Callaway on the PJ Tour as well with the new Paradigm series. It is. Which is pretty damn impressive too. Um, right, let's move on then. So LPGA, yeah, you said you watched a little bit of that, yeah? Yeah, so I mean it, it was on it was on TV, so you know, I'm not one for you know, golf is golf for me. So when I when oh, I stick sure. to my sports golf on, um, if the LPGA tour is on and the, the PGA tour is on red button, I'm quite happy to sit there and watch the uh, the LPGA tour. And I caught a bit of it over the weekend. Um, and I, I suppose it's the same for for the for the men's side of the game for me. Like if there's players that I've generally got an interest in watching, then I can sit and watch it. So it was nice to see um, England's Charlie Hole doing quite well. I think she finished. In a tire for second in the end of yeah she did yeah yeah she was um, um, with Maya Stark as well another European yeah. who we'd expect to see in the in the Solheim Cup team but yeah I mean um, yeah I mean Brooke, Brooke Henderson is is a seriously good player yeah and you know she she won it by four uh, by four shots in the end um, but like you say actually you, you're looking down that leaderboard like you say for for Solheim Cup you've got Charlie Holm uh, Maya Stark. Leona Maguire had a good finish, a top 10 finish. Yeah. Anna Nordquist was in the top 12. Um, so, yeah, it was good. You know, it was a good, good event. Some of the golf was, uh, was really, really good and re- really enjoyed, from what I saw, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and again, uh, Brooke, another player who switched uh, equipment manufacturers. So, she's now a tailor-made staff player and to win on your first start was pretty good. Nelly Corder as well has done the same, um, switching over to tailor-made and Obviously, a good finish for her and coming back from that um, kind of wrist operation that she had later on uh, last season as well. It's good to see her up there and, and contending as well. I mean, you know, for those of you that don't watch a lot of ladies golf, and I know there's there's plenty of you out there, it is phenomenal to watch. I mean, I've, I've been to I've been so lucky that I've, I've been to quite a few of the ladies um, L.E.T. events over here. And it was great to go uh, last year to the um the Women's Scottish Open at Dundonald. It was great to get some good access there to to, to sort of get inside the ropes with some of the players and, and walk around. And, and, you know, the quality of the golf is unbelievable. Yeah, what, what I find really interesting is obviously, um, naturally, the ladies don't hit it as far as, uh, as as we're used to seeing in the men's game on average. <clears throat> so you see a lot of, uh, a lot of longer iron shots, a lot of fairway woods, a lot of hybrids and, that's super impressive to see um, to see the ladies hitting those clubs so consistently, so well from such a distance. Um, it makes me just weep about my own long game, to be honest. Because well, and, and I think you know we all think, yeah, ladies don't hit it as far, but let, let me tell you, most of those ladies hit it further than most of you lot that are playing club golf in this. Oh, country. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But you know, we're we're then hitting eight irons and nine irons, and they're hitting fives and sixes and. Yeah, uh, you know, on on those cool setups. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
but no, absolutely awesome and, and great to see. Um, but that's the 13th time she's won as well, which is extremely impressive. Yeah, it's good. It's so over impressive. on DP World Tour, um, we saw another stunning finish over in Abu Dhabi, didn't we? I mean, Victor Perez talked to me about that shot on 17. I mean, that must be the shot of his life. So this is an event that I actually watched quite a lot of, especially on Sunday. Um, and uh, my first reaction, when he hit that shot, I'll be honest, I thought, oh my God, he's thinned it a little bit because it came out so hot and but the noise it made. He said actually afterwards that he did thin it a bit, but that yeah. probably helped him because it spun more. Well, that, this this was the thing. Like I've I've hit shots and you, you'll be able to explain the... Um, the, the the kind of technical side, be honest, but I've hit wedge shots thin before, and you think that's that's just gone. It's going to hit the green and go, and then it just checks up crazy, like yeah, yeah. you know, and it, it's nowhere near the groove of a golf club, and that's what I thought. And then when I see it bounce once and it starts spinning back towards the hole, I, you know, obviously it wasn't an absolute incredible shot, but my gut feeling was like, if he thinned it a little bit, is there an element of luck in that as well? Um, well, I mean, when he says he's thinned it a little bit, I mean, he's still, I think what he was actually doing is playing to land it maybe just on the green and run it on. And yeah, he's, he's obviously, he's still landed it on the green, hasn't he? He's just got it a bit cleaner, which like you say, has meant that he's spun it a lot. So yeah, was it the shot he was trying to hit? No, but who cares? <laughs> no, well, absolutely, absolutely not. Who cares? Um, yeah. But, and the but reaction... Yeah, I mean, the, the reaction as well was just was just incredible. Like, yeah, it was and cool, then to see him get see him right. see just see him get he, he got a little bit emotional at the end as well. Which yeah, I mean, holding that bunker shot was it reminded me a bit of um, that one Spieth hold. You know, when he sort of like jumps out the bunker and like yes. um, sort of body checked his candy, didn't he? <laughs> Almost like chest to chested him next to the bunker. Yeah. So yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, a good. Obviously, some some good performances as well. Uh, Sebastian Soderberg, Minwoo Lee up there. Podrick Harrington as well at 51 years old, who, you know, I, I thought was was going to come through and win at one stage, but yeah, I mean, he's still performing fantastically well, and who's to say he won't be? Um, well, he won't qualify for the Ryder Cup team. You never know. You never know. But I think one thing's sure. I definitely think we're going to see Victor Perez there. Yeah, um, I mean, he was he was so unlucky to miss out last time. He was really close and and just got edged out, um, and obviously didn't get a captain's pick. But yeah. I, I would be surprised if we don't see him um, in Italy at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and another thing that came out of that, the hole-in-one by Dan Bradbury. Did you see that? Uh, I read about it, but I've not actually seen it. I know he won. What did he win? A car? Yeah, it was a Genesis G70 car, which is yeah, just quite nice for a hole-in-one, nice. isn't it? You're going to see that parked up. He's local to you, and you'll see that parked up in your local Morrisons. Well, hopefully, yeah. yeah absolutely. Other supermarkets are available. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. But, but yeah, great performance from uh, from Dan as well. Obviously, just just inside the cut. Same with Marcus Armitage. Um, didn't quite have the weekends that they wanted, but still, you know, picked up a bit of money, made the cut, and, and obviously a few more uh, races to buy points for them. So so yeah, really you know solid start to the season. I'm pretty sure both of them will be looking forward to this coming week and and hopefully improving upon that as well. But uh, one little aside, just before we, we get away from this, I actually saw a thing about the LPGA Tour schedule as well this week. I don't know if you've seen this on social media somewhere, but it shows you kind of the flights that they have to take between events. Yes. And I thought it was unbelievable, like that they kind of hop to and fro across America, like almost to the same city and then back to like California, then back over to 
like New York and then back over to California again. And it literally seems just bonkers, whoever's put this together. Yeah, it's not quite right. Um, I don't know, I don't know, almost don't know enough about that to pass comment, to be honest, but it doesn't seem right, does it? It's, uh, yeah, something needs to be looked at. You must be clocking up some serious air miles if if you're one of the top players on the LPGA Tour and, I'm sure. I'm sure you're probably earning enough to get some free flights along the way. But wow, I mean, it, it's literally bonkers. Some of the places they have to go. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think also that you know the top the top players are, are picking their schedules and maybe not kind of doing as much travelling as what yeah, stuff like that sometimes is. But you know, it's <clears throat> still not right. No, it's it's uh, it's crazy. But right, so we look ahead to this week. Then let's start yeah. with. Are we just sorry? Are we just going to completely gloss over the fact that I picked Alex Norrin last week, and even after shooting level in the first round, he had a storming weekend and finished in the top five. He didn't win though, mate, did he? No, he didn't win. But <laughs> still, <laughs> if you if you if John Rahm was going to win again last week as well. But... Yeah, well, that was that was kind um... of obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, we are. So yes, my answer is yes. We are going to gloss over. Okay, it. let's gloss over it. Move on. So, so this week, right? So we've got the PGA Tour Farmers Insurance at Torrey Pines. What do you make of that? Uh, we like Torrey Pines, don't we? I, do, I, think, I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Not too much about the field. Let's let's have a look at the uh, the field. Rory's back, so I am going to be watching as much of that as I possibly can. Well, on the DP, yeah, so he's in Dubai, yeah? Oh, sorry, um, Rory's in Dubai, isn't he? Not at all. Yeah, Pines. absolutely. So, Rahm's playing again, so that could be another win for him. You never know. Could you imagine going three in a row? Yeah, I could. I mean, who's to bet against that? I mean, he finished tied third last year. Um, so, yeah, he's... He could go three Obviously in a row, likes the he? golf course. But also a guy who lost out in a playoff last year was Will Zalatoris, who... Um, Potentially, you could see going well. Uh, you know who's to, who's to bet against him, really, and, and think that he may finish a bit further up. Luke List won it last year, like I say, in a playoff. But, um, but yeah, Zalatoris, Ram, Chauflay obviously finished off quite nicely. So you'd think he would fancy mm. maybe a good good finish next week as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think anyone would bet against John Ram at the moment. No, I don't, I don't think so. And actually, I'm just looking at last year's result. He um, he actually had a pretty average weekend. I think he shot 72-71 over the weekend. Okay, right. Um, so I don't know if he had a similar schedule last year. Is fatigue gonna um, gonna play its part? Well, I, I think know. I think the good thing is, all, he's he's obviously played um, in Hawaii, but he's he's you know these these events are in California or Vermont, so I mean it, yeah. it probably makes the travel inside of it fairly easy. Mm. But you know what? They, a lot of people, you know, they, they, look, they always say that winning is 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 hard to go back to back because of everything that comes alongside it. You know, the yeah. the press conferences, the um, you know, just 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 everything that, that winning takes out. Yeah, everybody wants a piece of you. I don't know if you win. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, um, I don't so yeah but, but look, I'm not. I'm not I certainly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted a piece of me when I'm on the Stone Market Golf Club midweek medal last year. <laughs> Yeah, no one made the um, sleeping golf club monthly medal when I was like twelve. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I wouldn't back against him. Wouldn't no, back against me, him. Me either. But but yeah, D, um, DP World Tour. Obviously, we've got the Hero Dubai Desert Classic. Um, again at Emirates Golf Club, Magellis Golf Course there, which is absolutely class. Any of you that have been to Dubai had chance to play 
um, or even go to the uh, Dubai Desert Classic will know that this this golf course is really cool. I've actually been lucky enough to go twice to the Dubai Desert Classic, and it's um, yeah, it really is a great tournament and one that you can get really close to the players as well. Um, yeah, so my um, my coach Sam, he's actually off out to Dubai um, to play in a pro am, and I think part of that is to go and watch some of the golf next week as well. So, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm highly jealous of uh, everyone that's going. As yeah, usual. I bet. I bet. I mean, it's it's definitely a, a great place to go and play golf. But yeah, just to to wander around there is is awesome too. There's not an absolute ton of fans there. Although last year when I was there, it was quite busy on the weekend. Um, but I think we've already alluded to this, but the Rory factor plays into that as well. He was there last year, a lot of people following him. Um, and as, as you'd expect, you know what I mean? He's, he's phenomenal to watch. And, uh, and again, it, he came very close last year. I don't know if you remember I, um, that sort of sh- shot he hit into the um, 18th there where he's kind of flared up a three wood and it's landed in the water short, didn't he? And, and Hovland went on to win. Um but yeah, it was um, it was really good to watch watch that kind of unfold, and um, I was stood about thirty yards short of the lake watching Rory's ball just storing yeah, stalling man. in the air and thinking, oh god. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was certainly a great tournament to see, and and you know Vic, Victor played absolutely fantastic as well. Yeah. He beat Richard Bland in the playoff, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's a couple of watchouts I think this week um, okay. because obviously I so. I think um, course form, for me, I find quite interesting to look at who's played well in the events of previous years. And um, none other than Mr. Harrington had a top yep. 10 finish last year. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton likes the course. Adrian Moronk had a tied fourth. Um, I don't think, is Hovland defending? Is he there? I've not actually seen. I don't know. I'd expect him to be. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I don't know whether he played. He played last year because his one of his sponsors was the title sponsor. But um, I would, I would, I would be very surprised if he wasn't defending his title. Yeah, I'm just having a look on the list now. So obviously Victor Perez is uh, is there, but I'm having to scroll quite a way down. Uh, no, I'm seeing the four guards. Yeah. yeah, no, it goes down by category, doesn't it? The uh, <laughs> yes. World Tour. So well, I'm now down. He'll be at the I'm, top. Yeah, well, I'm down at Harrington, Jimenez, Bjorn, and Luke Donald. So right, I think okay. if he's not, it doesn't look like he's playing. That's crazy. No, um, uh, no he obviously wants to give everyone else a chance. But um, but yeah, it, it's disappointing not to see him there. But um, but I, I think Shane Lowry, you know, he seems to be playing really nicely. <sighs> do we do this? Again? Yeah, well, we had this conversation before, but uh, yeah, you know, we, just we did. Putting in good performances. Um, I oh man, I want him like I want him to do so well. I really do. Um, <clears throat> but it was just a few a few cases again, like where you know just miss miss parts that you expect him to make, and you think right, come on, this is your chance now to you know kick on a bit in an event. And just like I just want that little bit more from him because I feel like he's got the ability to do it. And maybe I'm being a little bit harsh, but. Who knows? Next week we might be talking completely differently about Shane Lowry winning by ten. You just don't know. It's a funny old game. Exactly. No, you never, you never do know. But yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be great to watch. Anyway, it's awesome to watch the golf in Dubai in the sunshine again. Sort of personally for me, be watching a lot of what Marcus is doing, what Dan Gavins is doing, what Daniel Bradbury's doing, um, and hope they have really good weeks as well. Um, 
But yeah, again, it's that I, I love this time of year watching the golf on TV. It almost it makes me very jealous that I'm not out there playing some golf and enjoying the sunshine. Like, you know, I remember sort of this time last year when I was out there with a group of members from from the club at Howley, just how fantastic an experience it was. And 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 Dubai, if if none of you have ever been, it is it, for golf. I don't think you know you'll enjoy many places as as much as Dubai, really, because you're pretty much guaranteed fantastic weather and the golf courses are unbelievable. Yeah. So what? So what? What? What have you been up to, Ryan? Me? Um, yeah. What, 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 week, I mean, you know. well, obviously the, the golf courses. I mean, I don't know up, up by you, but we're we're on temporary greens. The golf, golf course is open, but temporary greens because it's rock solid and frozen. So, as a as a golf pro, like you know, are you busy? Is it people getting ready for the year and well, equipment I mean, launches? To be honest, the, the the golf shop itself is very quiet, so there's not a lot going on in there. Um, like you say, the golf course is um, frozen, has generally been on temporary greens most of this week. So I can't blame people for not wanting to get out there, but there's certainly a buzz about new equipment. So we've got quite a lot of fittings booking in. Um, I mean, today I've literally been sort of from 9 o'clock, uh, this morning till four o'clock this afternoon, just literally back to back with, with people all day. Um, and you know, the same is true of, of the next two or three days, really. It, it's just, just fittings and lessons, people wanting to work on their game a little bit and, you know, and, and improve ready for when the season starts, as well as, like I say, the buzz that happens when, when new equipment is kind of, um, waved under people's noses at this time of year as well. Um, but yeah, just just really been very busy with lessons, custom fitting, general stuff at the club, but also filming reviews of product because we're you know we're getting stuff sent all the time to do reviews of. We've got um, some new stuff coming hopefully in the in the next few weeks from Srixon, from Ping, um, from Titleist as well. So a mixture of clubs, balls you know, putters, wedges, all sorts of stuff that... It doesn't stop, we, does it? No, no. And, and we've, you know, we'll have some more content coming out on the on the YouTube channel, um, obviously, uh, in the coming weeks. But, you know, th- this last week, the vid- one of the videos I've, I did a while back has just gone out today, which is about the new Srix and Z Star range of golf balls, which we were talking about before we started the podcast. But, yeah, I mean, g- golf ball is something that maybe people don't pay anywhere near enough attention to and... Um, but it, but it's obviously one of the the most, if not the most important thing in your golf bag. It's the one thing that stays consistent, right, on every shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, Richard Jacobs definitely enjoyed your review, just like I did. Um, he says, "Thanks for the review." It looks like there's a dead star divide. White and yellow is not as off-putting as the Q star colours. I've got to be honest. Um, I've played with Z star before. I don't think I can have one of the uh, one of the, the divides. I think it would throw like when I, if I was chipping around green and that wasn't lined up properly, I think it would just play havoc with my OCD. You know. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, I've since doing the review, I've actually been using them on the putting green at, at work, so using it as a kind of uh, alignment aid. And when I've been coaching people in there, and it's been quite good for that. But I'm with you. I don't think I could play with it um, for for that reason. But also. When I did the ball test, it performed a little bit differently to what Z Star did, which I wasn't expecting it to, and it was a bit. Yeah, you know, obviously it's maybe my uh, my quirky golf swing, but yeah, I wasn't getting the same numbers out of the divide ball as I was with the um, with the standard Z Star or XV or Diamond. But yeah, it's, it's worth having a look on the on the YouTube channel and see see exactly what we thought of that. Definitely, 
as well as all the other stuff that's been coming out um, recently with, like I say, I just feel like it's it's day after day is another video that's coming out really with new equipment that we've tested, but it's great. It's really good fun. Yeah. Well, you're the lucky guy that gets to, uh, gets to hit it all. Um, but if you've got any of them balls knocking around, send some my way. I'm sure we can sort you some out, Matt. I'm sure. We can Come on, that's what I want to hear. Um, so yeah, I mean, along that equipment route, um, we've we've got the um, PGA show in Orlando this yes. week as well. So, and particularly um, those of you that have never been, uh, I've been once, and it is it is golf on speed basically the entire week, and um, the demo day, which is happening Tuesday, so tomorrow, uh, will be amazing, and and for no other reason well obviously for lots of other reasons but the actual place that they hold this is a place called orange county national um golf club and it is the biggest range i've ever seen in my entire life it is literally a like a donut range right so the t imagine it like a, a complete circle everyone hitting towards the middle right all the all the manufacturers all the way around the outside and let me tell you, you will not get within a hundred yards of someone on the other side if they were hitting, you know, driver at you from the opposite side of the thing. You you just wouldn't get within a hundred yards. It's so big, this place. It's massive. Sounds like heaven. Yeah, it's cool. You can literally just walk around all day hitting balls with all the different manufacturers and seeing some that you've never heard of before, others that you'll have never had access to before. So I remember when we were there last time, people like Vega and Mura were there with, with new clubs that you could go and, and, and hit and have a look at, have a chat to the technicians. Um, Wilson were there last time when I was there and even some of the, the people that are designing the golf clubs for them were there that you could chat to, interview, um, talk to about the R&D. You know, it wasn't just people trying to sell you product. It was actual people involved in in making it and designing it you know it's, it's just really cool oh well uh yeah I look forward to my invite next year yeah well, hopefully yeah it would be, be nice to go definitely and and um obviously the last two years hasn't been quite as big an affair with the whole covid factor and people not being able to travel and you know restrictions being put in and stuff like that but i'm led to believe that this year's pga show in orlando is going to be massive and Certainly, I, I think you're going to see lots of coverage on it in the next um, couple of days because there's lots of YouTubers, influencers, and you know people who are making daily video content out there documenting a lot of it. I've certainly seen, um, I've certainly seen a couple of the uh, bigger names out there. You, Rick Shields of this world, and, and Peter Finch, James Robinson, those guys out there, um, and already filming stuff and putting it online. It looks looks really really good. Um, so yeah, I, I no doubt those of you that are consuming lots of golf content are going to see loads from those guys out there. Yeah, um, I think there's a mixture as well. There's, there is also a few people in Dubai um, for the uh, for the event this week as well. So it's almost like they're coming at us from both angles. While we're yeah, I mean Dubai, Dubai <laughs> tends to be so Abu Dhabi and Dubai. For those of you who don't know, are sometimes the first opportunities that the equipment manufacturers get to spend with the players so they do lots of testing at those two events yeah um obviously the pga tour has the truck going around every event all the time dp world tour the trucks aren't at every event um but these two events have always been ones where players get to sort of um get fitted into new equipment try and try new stuff it, it is often the first week certain people are using their equipment and 
yeah, it, it is good to kind of watch that process going on as well on the range when you get to um, Emirates Club or in Abu Dhabi. But um, but yeah, there's you know there's there's so much going on in the world of golf this week. What about you, Matt? What have you been up to? You must um, have been what, what I was going to say just then is you, you mentioned about at the start of the year. Do you know, one of the things that I enjoy just as much as the new equipment is a lot of the players will be posting swing videos on social media, on Instagram, Twitter. And I actually really enjoy looking at what uh, the pros are working on. You know, like you've got, you can get an idea of, um, you know, different training aids that they might be using, different swing fields that they might be looking at. Because, you know, as I sit here and I'm going through my own battles at the moment in trying to keep, and trying to close the club face down, in particular with a driver on the way down, um, you know, I actually look at what they're doing and think, do you know, what? I wonder if I could try that. I wonder if you know that that might work. And you know, I'm not one for kind of jumping on YouTube to fix swing faults and stuff, but um, you know, you never know what what one person like Padraig Harrington, for example, is like a, you know, he's famous for being a tinkerer, isn't he? With um, yeah, with his golf game, I mean, he'll try anything once type of guy and I love that mentality and you know maybe that's why he's still able to mix it with the big boys at, at his age and going after speed and stuff so yes yeah, so I, I enjoy that but yeah I've been so my golf course is is still closed we actually I went out with um with Sam my my pro on uh Friday morning we decided to nip out before work but we only played 11 holes because we were on temps um you know the ground is frozen it's it's not golf but it was nice to get out and stretch the legs and get a bit of fresh air um so yeah just a few visits so i had a lesson on so that was thursday morning thursday evening i actually was lucky enough to attend an event with uh the guys from cobra in london in the evening which was almost like a demo event for their for their new aerojet stuff and um, you know, just like one of these indoor pitch in London, if if anybody knows, it's just one of these indoor golf studios that's got like, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight bays. Um, cool. Indoor bays. Uh, yeah, you know, a bit of long drive, a bit of nearest to pin. Um, the new gear was there. Some people were getting fitted for, for stuff of the year, some of their playing pros. Um, but just a really, I think vibey is the word that the kids would use. Um, you know, DJ, a bit of food, a bit of drink. That <laughs> yeah, that's just what that's just the word I heard people branded around. So, um, uh, so yeah, so that was uh, so that was fun. And then had a lesson Friday afternoon, which I do this time of year. Have one once a month, and had every intention of um, doing a bit of work on my wedges, but just ended up hitting driver for an hour because it is my um, it is my Achilles heel. It always has been. It always will be. Um, you know. I know what we're trying to achieve, but my body just doesn't allow me to do it. Um, and I've just got, I've just got these habits that I can't, can't kind of get out of. And it doesn't matter how much I strength for my grip, for example, I just can't close the club face on the way down. I've just got this habit of fanning it open and then I'm fighting to fix it. And um, yeah, it's a rough time of year, but I enjoy the process. You know, if I didn't enjoy it, then I probably wouldn't be going through it. Yeah. I mean, I, this is what I use this time of year for just working on, stuff that you know i know that causes me trouble when i'm when i'm in the season you know just yeah um and and lots of short game as well you know i tend to try and work on that because I, I just think i don't really learn a lot from going out and playing golf at this time of year so like we spoke about last year at, at last week even um 
I, I would use this time of year to, yeah, either hit balls on the range and, and kind of work on certain moves I'm trying to make and then, yeah, keeping my short game sharp and, and yeah. stuff as well, really. I mean, I've got, I've got golf lined up for this week. I've got a uh, book to game Friday afternoon. I mean, I'm supposed to be playing Saturday and Sunday, but this is just, it's it's now it's getting to a point where it's course dependent. Like before the, uh, before the rain and the frost came, um, you know, I was, was playing all right. I was scoring pretty well. Felt really, really good. It just feels like so long ago. Um, I think Friday the 6th of January was the last time. It's a long time for me. I appreciate that's that's not a lot for some people, but yeah. it's annoying when you're playing well. Like if, if, if I hadn't been playing that great or if it was a slow start to the year, then, you know, I'm quite happy to kind of just grind it out and go again in a couple of weeks' time. But when you're playing well, you just want to keep going, don't you? Because well, yeah, you absolutely. don't go the next time. You know, it'd be interesting to hear from some of the... Um, people listening as well as to what what they're doing this time of year what are they working on anything they need help with as well we you know we we, we want lots of questions coming in here so if, if there's any uh if there's anything we can help you with particularly swing related or equipment related let us know and um you know drop us an email info at golfshake.com you can do um and yeah we are happy to answer any questions or through any of the social media channels as well so yeah there is also a lot of tuition right on on the golf Weight website. I think some people just you know know it as a score tracking service, or some yeah, people know it as a review place. But actually, website, but but also the YouTube channel. There's there is an actual like tuition section where yeah, I mean I've done some of the videos, but there's other coaches on there as well that have done done lots of other stuff, and there's, there there is some great bits on there. And if you you know if there's any particular fault you've got, you're generally going to find something on there that's going to help you as well. But but yeah, we we're. Obviously, you know, on hand if anyone need needs any help too. So, so yeah. So going back to the not not, not 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 me, right? Just just for clarity, I'm not on hand. No, like Matt's what not. I need is I need people to go to Twitter and tweet at Matt Holbrook eighty six and just say, "Hang in there, buddy." Yeah. So that I know that you're with me. Look at your swing videos and yeah, try not to post a little laughing face on there. But um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, going back to the uh, Puma Cobra event that you went to. Um, yes. So did they have any of their like? European tour staff there, like pros or? Uh, no, no pros. So at the moment, um, uh, Richard, um, not Richard Mantle, uh, Ewan Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, is there, probably is their main guy on the European tour. Um, but he would have, so he would have been out in, he would have been out in the, uh, in, in the Middle East for the yeah. events. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was um, a lot of the guys that I would have known and recognised from, um, Euro Pro Tour, which obviously is no longer, but those guys okay, are yeah. playing clutch and stuff this year. Um, so, yeah, so there's a few, a few of those guys. There's a few influencers, you know. There, um, the young yeah. lad Leo, um, the trick shot lad who uh, nearly well, he won the nearest the pin competition, and he he hit it to like 0.4 inches or something. It was crazy. That's it nearly went in. Um, yeah, but there was a few other. Simon Dyson was there because he's uh, he's an ambassador, if you like, for Cobra Puma. Okay. Um, and uh, my old mate Jamie Donaldson, who does the aim point in the UK. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, he was there. So, um, so yeah, it was good. Nice, nice to catch up with yeah, you those guys. I mean, hit hit the new gear again. Linking that with kind of this week's PGA show, that that's kind of what the whole of the PGA show is. So yeah. every brand will have. Um, you know, so things going on at Top Golf in Orlando, or it might be a, a golf day that you can go to at one of the really great courses around Orlando. Seminars that you can go to, learn about equipment, and the actual the actual hall that you go to at the PJ Show is is 
unbelievably big as well, not just the demo day. I reckon it would probably take you between five and ten minutes just to walk the length of the room. It's absolutely mental how big it is. And and obviously everyone who's anyone in golf showing stuff off. And I reckon, Matt, you need to go to this next year because there's so many things there that you'll have never, ever seen before. Lots of quirky yeah, little sure. training aids and products that, you know, and, and companies that you'll have never heard of before as well with with stands there. And it's not cheap to exhibit there at all. And, um, you know, they spend a lot of money on, on marketing it. And But yeah, the, you know, when the, the kind of bigger golf companies, if you like, the sort of tailor-made Callaways and Cobras of this world, Ping and people like that, tight list, their, their stands are massive. And they're almost like their own little village, really, with, with each brand, which is really cool to go and see. Yeah. But, but yeah, mate, we need to get on that next year, I think. I think we do. I, I actually, I know, speaking to some of the Cobra guys, I know that they were personally heading out as well, which is... Again, just jealousy coming in from all angles at the moment. Yeah, you, yeah, you sound very jealous, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll, I'll, I will liven up. I just need the uh, to once the ground's defrosted, <laughs> um, I'll I'll be okay. Yeah, it's difficult this time of year, isn't it? Because you just never know. But yeah. with, with that in mind, then, so equipment wise, are there any changes you're making to to what you've got in your bag from last year to this? Is there any kind of any, anything that you've seen that's kind of you know, raise your eyebrows and that you really want to try a bit more and get fitted for? Yeah, so I will be going over to the Cobra Aerojet in the woods. Yeah. Um, it's So I, I loved the LTDX. I loved the sound it made. But what I found with the Aerojet is um, it's a little bit more forgiving for me in the sense that my off-centre hits are giving me a little bit more distance. And I think this is the uh, the hot face technology that they've got in it, whether that's working or not. I've noticed a difference, so that's all I can say. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be going over to – it also is just a little less spinny for me. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be going over to the, uh, the Aerojet Woods. And then in terms of irons, I really, really like the look of the – uh, the king mbs the the forged ones yeah that said i don't think i i don't think i would have a full set of those because i could imagine that the four five six iron might be maybe even the seven iron might be hard to play but um i'm hoping to go and get fitted with them at some point between now and maybe the end of february um cool. so we'll see what happens i mean i'm not i'm not desperate to change put it that way um as i say i've playing well um you know, happy with what I've got, but if I can, if I can get a, a, an improvement in performance, whether that be distance, whether that be spin control, whether that be playability, then I'm I'm absolutely open to to making a change. Um, are you are you a one brand man, or are you tied no, in? No, not at all. No, I'm not, not really tied in with anybody. I mean, I've I've always. Um, I mean, for for a long time, I, I, Nike looked after me with all my stuff, so clothing, golf clubs. But obviously, since they've since they've stopped making golf clubs, um, I've kind of used used other stuff really. But um, over, over the last couple of years, Callaway and and, and TaylorMade have been pretty pretty kind with with helping me out with stuff. Generally, most of the stuff I have is Callaway. Um, at the moment, I've got uh, I'm, I I think I will end up using um, Paradigm Driver because it seems to be the best one for me when on performance when I'm using it. Um, Fairway Wood, undecided. Um, the one that's really shocked me, and, and the video should come out this week, would 
is um, Stealth 2 Plus. So I tried that Fairway Wood um, the other day, and everything about it should be, you know, more difficult to hit, but I just couldn't stop hitting it straight. Um, and it was going a really nice distance as well. That's but a good, good problem to be, have. Yeah, it'll be between that and and Paradigm, I think, um, in terms of fairway wood. Although I do want to do some testing with the Aerojet one because I've always thought that Cobra make amazing fairway woods, and um, there's just something about the way that the Cobra ones look and, and sort of sit for me that I really like as well. So, yeah, potentially fairway wood wise, I might change a little bit, but. Um, Irons wise, I mean, I've I've had um, Apex um, TCB, so basically the same okay, model yeah. that Ram and Showflay and people like that use, and I, I really like them. Um, they're, they're a really good iron. But I got sent a set of the new uh, P7 MB tailor made iron, and they've been in my bag for about a month and a half, two months now, just because I played twice with them and shot some really good scores. So um, I'll probably start off the season using them and then realise I'm not good enough to play them and go back to my TCBs again, probably. But. It's mad how it works like that sometimes. I, I've got a uh, I've got a, a Cobra King utility driving iron yeah. and I put, that, I put that in my bag in place of the hybrid because I, I carried a hybrid around for about two years and I could count on one hand the amount of times I hit it. Yeah, and I, I absolutely adore this thing. I, I hit it off the tee quite a lot at Stone Market in the summer because we've got a few dog legs, a few holes where you kind of want to want to stay straight and stay away from danger. And you know, a two hundred and twenty yard is is perfect shot. Um, and I was hitting it, and I, I actually took it into the uh, my local driving range and asked him to regrip it for me. And the guy said, "You know that shaft is bent, don't you?" I was like, "No, don't be silly, it's not bent." And he showed it. I was like my goodness, it's bent like you wouldn't believe. You didn't even notice it. don't know whether it, you know, I haven't slammed it. I haven't mistreated it. I don't know whether it just, you know, been in a bag and had pressure on it or had it been shut in the boot of the car. All these things I'm thinking, I don't know. Anyway, so, like, so they put they put a new shaft in it, identical shaft to what I had. And then I couldn't hit it for about four weeks with a brand new shaft on it. And every time I looked down at the club, it was like, it looked slightly different. And it just, in my head, I just couldn't hit it straight. And I was like, what is going on? Do I put the old bent shaft back in and just just work with that? It's such a crazy game, this. It is, yeah. Um, you know, there there are certain clubs in 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 our bags that we kind of. At the minute, I've got a five wood which I absolutely love and, and probably won't won't change for ages because it just does exactly what I want it to do um, most of the time. Um, and putter as well. I always I always find changing putters quite difficult to do. Um, I've only ever had two. Okay, I mean, uh, I, I've had a Nike one for years, and and I, you know, it's a again by being looked after by them and being so lucky that they've, they've sorted me out. I actually got one from the oven uh, over in in Texas, and I've got one of their putters from there that I just love. But Odyssey actually allowed me to design my own Toulon putter last year, brilliant. and that that hasn't come out of the bag since because I absolutely love it. So. Well, if you design your own putter, you can't not. Yeah, exactly. You've got to use it then, haven't you? Absolutely. So I, th- I think it would take a lot for me to change that, really, because I've, I've, I've probably put it as well this year as I have for a long time. And, yeah. and wedges wise, I've, I've got the um, not new, but sort of came towards end of last season the Jaws Raw Callaway wedge, which, which I absolutely love. What about golf ball, Matt? We were talking about that earlier. Are you someone who switches golf ball much or not? Um, so, so what I tend to do, right, is I try to buy my balls in bulk. Um, so that you get a better price. Right. Um, so the uh, middle of last summer, I bought, I think, five dozen uh, TP5s off 
my private uh, at, the, at the private stock market, okay. and I think I've got two sleeves left. Um, I've dabbled with the Kirkland the last few rounds because okay. uh, I'd, I'd received a box of those for Christmas, and I was kind of seen the reviews, heard good things. Um, not entirely sure it's the right one for me long term, but quite happy to hit that over the winter. Um, yeah. You know, I've shot good scores with it. I've, the only thing I would notice is that I think that they scuff up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of distance, control, putting, you know, absolutely fine. And for that price, I think they're like 26, 27 quid for 24 balls. Um, incredible. But in terms of going forward, so I have used Pro Vs, I have used TP5s, I have used Z Stars. Which one is better or worse for me? I'm, I'm not entirely sure. So, I would naturally, I will, I will probably go on price and who's doing a deal yeah. or what you guys can send me. Um, yeah, I mean, golf balls now are so expensive, aren't they? And, and I completely get those people who go on a budget and, and spend less on, on a golf ball. I completely understand that. Um, it's difficult to, to warrant £50 a dozen now, isn't it? Which is Which is pretty much what... I mean, the new Pro V ones due out any time, and and that's that's what that's going to be, you know. And it's probably mm. going to be about forty eight ninety nine, just about everywhere that you see yeah. it. That's a lot of money, but isn't it? It is a lot of money, but I have seen, um, you know, go and speak to your pros at your golf clubs, and if you're not a member, go and speak to a pro at a golf club because naturally they will be getting a new range in, and I'm sure that there's deals to be had on current stock at the moment. Yeah, yeah um, I have seen Pro V's going for 35, 37 quid, yeah. um, which, you know, could still be a fair bit of money for people, but it's not 45, 46 quid. No, it's not. No. Um, you know, and there are good golf balls out there now for, for under under 30 pounds, really, a dozen. Um, and, you know, sort of that mid 30s price point as well. I mean, there's some that spring to mind are like the. ERC ball that Callaway make and um, Wilson do the triad golf ball, which is very good. Um, Taylor made a tour response has been an unbelievable ball for them this year with the, with the stripe on it and things like that as well. Yeah. So really well, here's, here's one for you, right? Because being a consumer of golf content, what I notice is when I look at ball reviews, it's always, this is for a higher handicapper. This is for somebody that wants this spin, that spin. This is for somebody that wants extra distance off the tee. Can we get some kind of ball feature or ball review where we're looking at price and saying, here's two of the best balls for 20 to 30 quid a dozen. Here's two of the best balls for 30 quid to 40 quid a dozen. And here's the two best balls for 40 and over. I mean, I, I think that's definitely worth definitely worth doing for, you know, the price point sort of angle. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe the top. It's your five, homework for the week. Yeah, top five balls in each kind of category. I mean, for me, there's kind of three. Well, there's probably four categories. There's obviously tour level. There's you sort of un, which are all between forty and fifty quid a dozen, aren't they? Then then you've got you kind of level down from that, which is probably anywhere from thirty to forty pounds. Then you've got your like twenty quid a dozen, and then you've got your like ultra budget job, haven't you? Really? So you're Strips kind of distance Callaway Warbird. You kind of yeah, exactly. It sort of yeah. fits in there. Um, so yeah, there are probably four price points. Um, maybe some people may argue more. You might lake balls and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm talking like brand new retail golf balls. That, that would probably be where where we'd look. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can do something like that. Absolutely. Cool. Look forward to watching that next week. Yeah. So I mean, so golf golf balls an interesting thing. I mean, there's obviously tons out there, lots of different ones, and um, you're not gonna 
you know, I'm not going to sit here and say one's better than another. I'm, for me personally, someone who spins the ball a hell of a lot, I've always found Chrome Soft X and um, TP5X have been really good, but I've also used uh, Z Star XV, which has been good. The, the one ball that I know loads of people use, which I've always struggled with, is Pro V1. I, I just, for some reason, Pro V1X goes too high, and Pro V1, I just get flyers with it all the time. So I, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I do that, but certainly I, I just don't get them with the other golf balls as much. I have no idea why. It must be the way I, I hit it or something. But yeah, whenever I play with Pro V1, I, I, I hit some really weird yardages with irons particularly. Strange. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a, a period last year where I, I ran out of the golf ball that I was using and I used Pro V1 and yeah, I hit about... I hit an eight iron on one hole that went about one sixty, and the next one went one ninety, and and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I think I think that's not the ball. I think that's called a thin. Well, no, they were both pretty good, <laughs> but yeah, it's, and I'm not, you know, tightest golf balls are obviously the number one in the world, so they, they suit more people than they don't, and I'm obviously an anomaly, but but yeah, um, I, I just think try them, and, and I think the important thing I was having this conversation with someone I was fitting today. The important thing is using the same one. Do you know what I mean? Not having, you know, three of one brand, two of another, and one of another yeah. in your bag, and just picking one out at random. I, I would say stick with one and use it all the time because I think I think you find some consistency within your game in that as well. And, and whether that's a ball that costs you twenty pounds a dozen, or whether it's fifty pounds a dozen, whatever you want to spend on a, on a golf ball, it's definitely worth doing. And, and I, I think it's definitely worth getting fitted for as well. Absolutely. Cool. So, I mean, all, all that's left to sort of talk about really this week is our usual travel feature. Um, we're just going to kind of talk to you a little bit about our um, travel partners, golfbreaks.com. Um, so they've got, it's their 25th anniversary this year, and they have 25 offers for the 25 years that they've been trading. There are some awesome offers from whether you want to stay in the UK, Portugal, Spain, Greece, Cyprus, Turkey, Dubai, and even Abu Dhabi. In their 25 offers, there is something for everyone and every budget on there. So head over to golfbreaks.com and find yourself an absolutely awesome deal right now so matt thanks again for um chewing the fat and spending some time having a chat about this week golf it's been an absolute pleasure no problem it's either that or watch love island oh i definitely won't be doing that exactly that's where you've got that vibing word from isn't it but do you know what maybe that is oh why. no absolutely yeah. horrible but yeah <laughs> we'll no doubt be back next week and obviously a reminder to keep watching reading and listening to all of our con- content to help you play more and play better. See you all next week.